Welcome to the Talking Freelance Podcast. If you're new to freelancing or looking to maximize your success on platforms like Upwork, you're in the right place. Each week, we invite industry experts and freelance superstars where we unpack their strategies and hear their stories on how they launched and grew their own freelance businesses. Here's your host, a successful entrepreneur, freelancer, and success strategist, Leah Myers. Working as a freelancer on the Upwork platform can be simple. So that's the first and foremost thing that I want you to understand. If it's overcomplicated, it makes it more difficult. So keep it simple. And that's simply as making sure that you're working with the right clients, making sure that you're completely within your realm of how you want to work, clocking your hours, making sure that you're communicating with your clients and wrapping up your day. So it's going to depend on if you have like a project-based client or you if you have an ongoing client. And so that work relationship is a little bit different. So let's dive into both of those. So if you're working with a project-based client, you have a timeline. So it's beginning of the timeline to the end of the timeline. So for me, what I've done is I've, I've taken control of that master list. So when I bid a project, I will tell them it's going to take X amount of hours. I personally like working hourly. So that's kind of what I'm going to base it on. So all of our future guests, one of the topics that we'll discuss is if they prefer working hourly or if they prefer working on project-based um, fees with their Upwork clients. So that's something that we'll continue to talk through um, in the lifetime of this podcast. So let's jump into working with a client who is a project-based client in the hourly, like with an hourly contract. So I take control of that master list because if I've told them it's going to take me 20 hours, but they keep adding things to my task list, I need them to understand like from the initial project scope to the end that they're the ones who have added tasks, which is why we're going to be over budget. And I just communicate that with them. Um, what I tell them is I want them to never get a surprise bill, Upwork bills on Monday mornings here in the U.S. anyways. Um, and I don't want them to get a surprise bill. That's not fun for anybody. So I always make sure that I let my clients know when I'm wrapping up with their week, how many hours I've spent, the tasks that they've accomplished. But by me taking control of that master task list, it allows them to know what I'm working on, what is my priority list, and if they have any questions or concerns in the priority order, we can address that and move things around. And that also alleviates them coming to me saying, hey, when are you going to have the next thing done? They can. I train them to go into this Google Doc where I keep everything and they can look right in there. So if they're an ongoing client, we typically have a different working relationship. And that is like, these are the tasks that are going to come. These are the tasks that are going to happen this week. These are the tasks that are going to happen every single week. These are the monthly tasks. And that looks a little bit different. Usually those clients are the ones that put a budget of time on me. And again, I still keep a log in a Google Doc that they have access to so they can see week of whatever it is and then they can see the tasks that I'm accomplishing and then I do the checkbox once they're completed. So if I run out of hours, I also let them know like, hey, the task list didn't completely get done. You can see in there and I move the remaining tasks up to the next week um, so they know that that's what I'll be starting with first. By keeping this working document or this communication log it does a couple things. It builds trust 
with the client so they can never question any bills. But what it also does for me is when I'm working with a significant amount of clients every week, it allows me to jump in and jump right to what I'm supposed to be doing for each of my clients. And I don't have to sift through different things to figure out what the priorities are and remember where I left off. So before, let's jump back a little bit. Before I accept a job, I always make sure that I communicate with them via a video interview. I want to do this for a couple different reasons. I want to make sure that it's not a scam offer. I want to make sure I get a good read on the person to make sure that there's someone that I want to work with. I also want to make sure that we're on the same page with expectations, with boundaries. This is where I can tell them a little bit more about my boundaries. So that's how I get these jobs. So once I start working, um, again, it's just open communication. I talk to them about what it looks like to work with me. I make sure that I define what my working hours are. So I tell my clients that I do not, I work Monday through Friday, except for if I'm off a couple days, like in the summer, it, this is pretty common where I need to take a couple days off in the middle of the week. Then I let them know, you know, my weekend hours. Communicating with them is going to be a huge priority because it builds that no like and trust factor with them from the very beginning. I also let them know the different ways that I'm happy to communicate with them. Um, I do not communicate with clients via text message. That is just like not a boundary that I'm willing to let go of that I don't want to have to get notifications at any time of the day when clients send messages. I can turn my notifications off on the Upwork app that I have on my phone if I want to. Um, so it just kind of creates that self-boundary. It's that work-life balance boundary that I've put in place. I also let them know the response time. So I let them know that I go through all of my messages first thing when I get to my desk in the morning. I let them know that I check it over the lunch hour and I check them again before the end of the day. So what does the end of the day look like? That's completely up in the air for me. Sometimes I work until three o'clock. Sometimes I work until eight o'clock. It just really depends upon my life that I have going on. So I just let them know that they'll get a response by the end of the day. So I also make sure that we're on the same page as far as their project scope, the communication, the revisions. I have lots of clients who ask if I charge while I'm on a video call with them. Yes, those are billable hours. So just letting them know that upfront that they will be billed for those is important. Um, I also let them know quite a bit in advance if I'm taking time off, just kind of building it into the project scope. And then I do also give them reminders when it gets closer to um, so that's how I typically work with clients and that's the, what I let them know from the very beginning so we're on the same page. When I don't put those boundaries in place, that's when I have issues. And that's what reiterates with me every single time when I don't follow through communicating my boundaries, that's when clients don't respect them, kind of emerge in my boundaries and things like that. And then I get frustrated and the only person I can be frustrated at is myself. So just kind of Make sure that you're clear on what your boundaries look like because a client will have, like they want everything done yesterday, and but that's not possible. So just being super clear and upfront with that will help you be successful as a freelancer on Upwork. So let's just kind of go through how my client load is right now. So I just counted before I started the recording on this podcast. I have currently 14 active clients on my client list. So how do I divide my days, Monday through Friday, with those clients? So 
I have top priority clients, I have medium priority clients, and I have low priority clients. And that's nothing personal against them or anything like that. It's just how I work my work week. If they are project-based clients, they have a beginning and an end. They usually have higher deadlines that need to be met. And so what I've done is I've created a process with my clients that I want to be working at the same time that they're working on things. And then we have a meeting and we basically, it's basically a show and tell call. So here's what I was working on, get their final reviews on a call, make any live changes that I need to make. They can give me what they're working on. I review it, ask any additional questions that are needed, and we then create the next project list. So that's how I move my projects forward. On those calls, I also make sure that I give them an update if we're on time for their their project to launch, if they're, you know, needing to extend their launch date and all that kind of stuff. So just again, a communication checkpoint. There's some clients that I do projects for on a regular basis. So I have some clients that I every single Thursday, I have a task list for them. I have some clients every single Tuesday, I have a task list for them. So I just let them know like, hey, your task list has been completed. Let me know if there's anything else that you need for the week. That's my checkpoint with those clients. So when you can take on project clients and ongoing clients, I don't want to commit like upfront with my clients that I will work with them for a long term. My ongoing clients are all project-based clients that have come from somewhere else, um, come from another project, I should say, through the Upwork platform. That has allowed me to work long-term with the clients that I really like to work with, and they are not stressful. Um, so when I have some high stress clients with some deadlines and some launch dates and things are not going well, I can at least fall back on my clients who are ongoing and they're super appreciative of my ongoing support. I also really like working with those clients because I know the ins and outs of their business because I built everything. All right. So that's how I maintain a pretty crazy work schedule, managing everything at the end of the week. I can make sure that everything is checked off my list and I can enjoy my weekend. I want to work when I want to work and I want to make how much I want to make. So by making sure that you are owning your schedule, you're owning your time and you're working when you want to work, it allows you to live your life how you want to. If you have any questions or you would like to message with me, I do have an app installed on each of my podcasts now where you can send me voice messages. So please take advantage of that and I will definitely respond to you directly. Otherwise, it will come out in a future podcast episode with any questions that you have. Might even show up as a blog too. Thank you so much for listening and we will be back next week to talk about getting paid as a freelancer on Upwork. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Talking Freelance with freelance expert, Leah Myers. Each Monday, a new episode is released. You can find us on all major podcast networks and at talkingfreelance.com. It is the mission of this podcast to support you to achieve success. The views and opinions expressed on the podcast are those of Leah Myers only and do not necessarily represent the opinions of Upwork. Leah Myers is not an employee of, nor does she receive any compensation from Upwork.